Jai Radha Gopi Janavala Krishna, 
Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Jai Prabhupada, 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 Prabhupada. Is this loud enough? Yes. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Chakshur Militanina, that's my she. Chaitanya Manovestam, Sapitamena Bhutale, Swam Rupa Kadamayam, Radhiswam. Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya, Prabhu Nitananda, she has Veda Gadadhar, she was a gold Hare Krishna. So I was told that this is a short program. There are going to be three speakers. Each person speaks 15 minutes. Jayavadhaga Swami said he'll come at 8.30. So today is a very auspicious day for two reasons. One is Bhakti Siddhanta's Sarasvati Thakur's appearance day. And what's the second reason? TOVP. The TOVP, the Temple of Vedic Planetarium. The first phase is taking place today. That is, we are inaugurating the Pujari floor. We all know that Lord Nityananda had told Jiva Goswami. Printing books. He wrote a book on the life of Lord Chaitanya. 
that he sent to universities around the world. And that was in 1896, the year that Shri Prabhupada appeared. And he had predicted three things. Very soon, a powerful preacher will come. They would come with a holy name would be chanted in every corner of the globe. And a day would come when devotees from different parts of the world would come to Mayapur to chant and dance along with the local devotees. So Bhakti Virat Thakur identified the real place of birth of Architaya. And he had prayed to the Lord that he may send an empowered preacher who could <coughs> continue with the program that he had started. He was like just like a Veda Charya. Hanasaka prayed for the Lord to appear. Pantino Thakur was praying that the Lord Acharya would appear who would take his teachings to different parts of the world. So Bhaktisiddhanta Sarkali Thakur appeared on February 6, 1874 in response to his strong desire, Bhaktisiddhanta Thakur. He had desired that a ray of Vishnu may appear. And Bhaktisiddhanta Thakur was holding a very important position, that of a district magistrate. And during the British rule, this was the highest position an Indian could hold. So it was a tradition that the Rathyata cart would stop in front of the magistrate's house. And the cart was there for three days. It was being repaired. And Bhakti Thakur's wife took the opportunity to place a young child at the feet of Lord Jagannath. And when, he, when she placed the child at the feet of Jagannath, a garland from Lord Jagannath fell on the child's neck. And also when he appeared, the Amvika cord was wrapped around like a Brahmin said. <coughs> so Bhaktivinoda Thakur, with these different symptoms, could see that this is the child that he was praying for. And it gave him very valuable instructions. At age of four, on one occasion, Bhakti Sananda Saraswati ate a mango without offering it to the Lord. And when his father told him, you should not have done this, he took it so seriously that he never ate a mango all his life. Even when he would be offered mangoes, he would say, no, I was offended when I was young. So he never took a mango. He was a scholar. At the age of seven, he had memorized the entire Bhagavad Gita. And at the age of seven, he was in a position to take any verse and explain it very thoroughly. So Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur was very was personally trained by Thakur Bhakti Nod. And it was time to get initiated. Bhakti Nod Thakur had instructed him, but he didn't want to be his initiating spiritual master. Gaur Krishwadas Babaji usually associated with Bhakti Nod Thakur. Gaur Krishwadas Babaji was maturely with almost no abilities. But spiritually, he was very attached to the holy name. He would chant the holy name day and night. And in order to avoid any disturbance to the chanting of the holy name, he would even sit in a public latrine, lavatory, <laughs> close the door from inside so no one could disturb him. So Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur approached him for initiation and 
Gorbhishwada Babaji said, I can't initiate you. You're so highly educated. I can't even write my name. And I can't initiate you. And I had vowed I won't initiate anyone. But he persisted. His father told him, don't come home till you get initiated. And then Babaji said, Okay, I'm going to ask Krishna if I should initiate you or not. And after a few days when Gorkishu, when Bhakti Siddhantaji asked him, have you asked, what did the Lord say? He said, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot to ask. But then Bhakti, Bhakti Siddhantaji said, if you don't initiate me, I'll jump in the Ganga. Then finally he initiated him and that was his only disciple. So, Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur believed in the principle of Yukta Viragya. He was the first Acharya who even sat in a car. Imagine if he had not sat in a car and probably not have, not have traveled by ship or plane, where would we be? So, the first Acharya who traveled by car he wore clothes that were sewn and he used all modern techniques to propagate Krishna consciousness. He organized dioramas and he would hold exhibitions in different parts of the, uh, different parts of the country and huge crowds would come to these exhibits, to these exhibitions. Bhakti Sananda Sarasari Thakur established printing presses in different parts of the country and he strongly emphasized this activity of printing of books and distribution of books. He had Brihad Madangas in Calcutta, Krishnagar, Madras, and in other parts of India. <coughs> he translated books, wrote more than 100 essays, and in 1922, when Prabhupada met him for the first time, Prabhupada's father was regularly hosting sadhus, and Prabhupada was not so impressed by these sadhus. So when his friend told him, I want you to meet a special sadhu, the Prabhupada said, I'm not interested, I've seen so many sadhus. And in Prabhupada's words, he virtually dragged Prabhupada to meet Bhakti Sinandaji. And Bhakti Sinandaji in the first meeting could see that he is the person who will fulfill Lord Chaitanya's instruction. And Prabhupada took his Guru Maharaj's instruction to heart. He said, you're an educated young man, you speak good English, take Lord Chaitanya's teachings to the Western world. And in 1935, Prabhupada met him uh, in Radhakun, where he described this activity of printing and distributing books to be the, what, what is it called? Brihad Madanga. Bhakti Siddhantaji was a great pioneer translated books, established 64 centers. He sent his sannyasi disciples to England in an endeavor to fulfill Lord Chaitanya's prediction, but they were not so successful. Prabhupada took his spiritual master's instructions to heart and constantly meditated on these instructions. Prabhupada dedicates the first canto to his Guru Maharaj and says, he lives forever by his divine instructions and the follower lives with him. So Bhakti Siddhantaji instructed Prabhupada to translate and distribute books. And he was also known as a lion guru. The Mayavadi especially were very scared of him. So the Mayavadis 
It is said that they would never come in front of him. If he was walking on the left side of the road, they would cross over to the right. So Prabhupada established, took his spiritual master instructions to heart, established centers in Europe and America. And after that Prabhupada wanted to come to Prabhupada came to India. He wanted a place where his Western disciples would come and get trained in Krishna consciousness. And Prabhupada had a great desire that a temple be built in Mayapur <coughs> and the Adbhut temple be built in Mayapur. So it was a long struggle for Prabhupada got five acres of land. And it was Prabhupada's great desire that this astounding temple he built in Mayapur. Prabhupada gave description of how big it should be. And with the efforts of all the devotees, especially Amrish, Prabhu and others, the project has come this far. And today is going to be the inauguration of the Pujari rooms. The Pujari rooms are rooms that have been that have been made to accommodate the jewelry, the dresses, the kitchen that will eventually serve the Lord. And this is only phase one of the inauguration process. So we're very grateful to the devotees who worked hard to make this possible. Still there's more work to be done. For the the plan is to move the deities in 2022. And we hope that all of us working together can work hard to realize this target. Uh, by 2022, we should be in a position to move the deities to their permanent residence. So, thank you very much. It's uh, supposed to be a short program. And we hope that we can relocate the deities by 2022. Hare Krishna. Srimate Bhakti Vedanta Swami Niti Namine Namaste Saraswati Deve Gauravani Pracharane Nirbhishesha Shunyapadi Bhastyatadeshatarane Nama Om Vishnupadaya Krishna Prashtaya Bhutale Srimati Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Iti Namine Thank you, Srila Gopal Krishna Goswami Maharaj. Today, in Sri Mayapur Dham, on the appearance day of Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur Prabhupada, we are gathered to reflect on the great importance of the Temple of Vedic Planetarium. Here in Mayapur, Navadweep, Shiladoita Charya, Haridas Thakur prayed for Lord Chaitanya to appear to establish this Sankirtan movement. It was here in Mayapur that Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu took his birth. And it was here 
after his initiation that he established the Harinam Sankirtan movement. It was here that he instructed Nityananda Prabhu and Thakur Haridas to preach, to go door to door, shop to shop, street to street, bathing cot to bathing cot with this message chant the names of Krishna, worship Krishna. Remember Krishna, speak about Krishna. Krishna is your mother, your father, your true wealth, and your life and soul. In this way, Mayapur Dham was the place where the preaching of Prema Bhakti, pure love of God, was inaugurated by Lord Chaitanya. And in the great procession to the house of Chan Kazi, Lord Chaitanya took this Harinam Sankirtan into the streets. In 1896, as Gopal Krishna Maharaj has explained, Srila Bhakti Vinod Thakur, in the spirit of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, to spread this Harinam Kirtan movement to every town and village throughout the world, he sent his book on the life and teachings of Lord Chaitanya to the West in the English language. And Srila Prabhupada would often tell us on that historical year, that is when he took birth. He was born for that purpose, to fulfill the prediction of Lord Chaitanya, Lord Nityananda, and Thakur Haridas. Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur. He came to Mayapur, and I believe it was around 1905. He took a vow to chant one billion names of Krishna. He hardly had any place to be near the Brajapatana. For years, he chanted three lakhs of Krishna's names every day. And Srila Prabhupada tells why. He performed this incredible tapasya to prepare to spread Lord Chaitanya's message all over the world. And it was at Ultadanga, Junction Road in Kolkata in 1922 that our beloved Srila Prabhupada met his Guru Maharaj and was given this historical instruction which is the seed of the Hare Krishna movement as we know it. The first thing he spoke to Srila Prabhupada is take this message of Lord Chaitanya to the Western world in the English language. Hare Krishna. Srila Prabhupada told us in 1933 he took initiation from Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur at Prayag, the very place where Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu instructed Srila Rupa Goswami. And on December 13th, Srila Prabhupada received a letter from his Guru Maharaj, the very last instruction Srila Prabhupada 
He said he was living in Mumbai and his Guru Maharaj was quite ill in Jagannath Puri. And he asked, how could I best serve you? You have so many disciples who are sannyasis and brahmacharis who are fully engaged in your mission. I'm a grihasta, wife, children, occupation. And Srila Prabhupada said it was just hardly two weeks before Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur Prabhupada left this world that he wrote this message. The exact same message he gave in 1922. Take this message of Lord Chaitanya to the whole world. In 1944, Srila Prabhupada established Back to Godhead magazine. And Srila Prabhupada told us he especially inaugurated the first issue on this day, the appearance of Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur Prabhupada. And then Srila Prabhupada told, today is the appearance day of Back to Godhead. And that was the beginning of Srila Prabhupada personally taking the mission of his Guru Maharaj to the level of, of actually publishing his writings and distributing them. So today truly is on so many levels a historical day to meditate upon and to worship. Just as Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur Prabhupada prepared himself in Mayapur for this great mission of spreading Lord Chaitanya's message throughout the world, Srila Prabhupada prepared himself in Brindaban. Or for several years, he performed his bhajan and prepared by writing and translating or writing purports to Srimad Bhagavatam, right beside the Samadhi of Rupa Goswami. And we know in 1965 he went to the West, and after struggling in America in 1966, he got that little tiny storefront in the East Village of New York City. And he established the International Society for Krishna Consciousness. Devotees, there were only a few. I was just listening to a recording of Srila Prabhupada this morning. He said at the beginning, there was only four or five people coming to him when he established 26th Second Avenue. And he told them that we are incorporating as an international society. With temples and communities all over the world and book publications. And devotees could not fathom his vision. Because Srila Prabhupada wrote, he, he, he spoke that at that time, he gave every penny he had, 200 US dollars. Took him a year to collect it. To pay the first month's rent at that little storefront. And he had no idea where he would come up with the money for the second month's rent. Took him a year to collect that much. And now he's incorporating as an international society. And he did it. And soon there were temples all over the world. In the early days, Srila Prabhupada wanted 
who established Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's message and his life for the whole world to benefit. He sent Tamal Krishna Goswami and some others to Mayapur and this was just a little paddy field. I don't think there was anything on it except some snakes. And somehow or other he got this little paddy field and Srila Prabhupada established this will be our international headquarters. <laughs> Devotees were even more bewildered than at 26-2nd Avenue. It was very remote. Nobody came here. And then soon after he said we're going to build the Temple of Vedic Planetarium. And it's going to be a huge, wonderful, he started giving explanations, various, you know, directions to his most intimate followers here and the leaders of, of the movement in the world that we must come together to build this temple of Vedic planetarium where millions of people from all over the world will come to appreciate the life and teachings of Lord Chaitanya. At that time, this was a paddy field, and somehow or other, after some great struggle, we happened to make a little thatched hut in the front of it. And then Srila Prabhupada was just struggling like anything just to build the first little building here. The small little deities that we see here of Radha Madhava the eight metal deities that are there in that form. That's all there was during Prabhupada. And he's envisioning the fulfillment of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Lord Nityananda Prabhu and Thakur Bhaktivino, this glorious temple with people coming from every continent of the world to chant the names of Krishna and worship Lord Chaitanya. The Panchatattva. Quite inconceivable. A couple years later, in Detroit, Michigan, Srila Prabhupada was sitting in his room, and Ambarish Prabhu was there. And Srila Prabhupada spoke to him that you should help me build this temple of Vedic planetarium in Mayapur. Nobody in the movement had any conception of what this was going to be or how it was going to be and Prabhupada's telling him you must do this. Similar to Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur telling Prabhupada you should spread the message of Lord Chaitanya throughout the world. He's a grihasta with a baby <laughs> and a wife <laughs> and he's working. <laughs> and now today we see the temple of Vedic planetarium actually manifesting. The proposed date for the grand opening and the installation of Panchatattva, Radha Madhav, and Narsingadev, and our Guru Parampara will be 2022, which is the 100th anniversary of when Srila Prabhupada got the instruction on that rooftop in Calcutta. And Srila Prabhupada as our Acharya, he taught by his words and example. He never took credit for anything. He gave all credit to his Guru Maharaj. He would say the only, 
The only credit I have is I'm simply trying to fulfill the order of my spiritual master. Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur Prabhupada. He said about his disciples that you are all the representatives of my Guru Maharaj. He has sent all of you to me. Srila Prabhupada gave all credit to his strength, his accomplishments in everything, to the mercy of his Guru Maharaj. And how Srila Prabhupada, inconceivable, what Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur asked him to do, and how he had total faith in those instructions. And he was willing to contradict any possibilities of what could be done or not done because of that faith in the order of his Guru Maharaj. And Srila Prabhupada on one occasion on the disappearance of Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur Prabhupada He said, I am, I am very old. It is natural that at any moment I could leave. But you are young. Please, as my Guru Maharaj spoke to me this instruction, on his behalf, Prabhupada said, I am speaking to you to carry on this mission of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu throughout the world. And that is the very purpose of the temple of Vedic Planetarium. What is Srila Prabhupada's incredible vision? That such a wonderful temple, with such wonderful devotees, with such wonderful philosophy, with such a wonderful culture, will be here in Mayapur, the holiest of all holy places to attract people to come. And through architecture, through culture, music, philosophy, the grace, the mercy of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and our parampara will be accessible to the whole world. And how fortunate we are. In a thousand years when people think back, they will wish how I would like to be there. When the Temple of Vedic Planetarium was opened. When Srila Prabhupada's dream was truly being fulfilled. So let us all together help to complete the Temple of Vedic Planetarium. Srila Prabhupada, as he would say whenever he ended his lectures, thank you very much. Oh,
Sarasati Devi Kauravani Prajarene Nirvisesa Sunnavadi Paschatyatasatarene Krishna Pradaya, Krishna Pradaya Bhutale, Srimati Bhakti Siddhanta Sarasati, Itinamene. Shri Krishna Chaitanya Babu Nitananda Shri Adoita Godadharo Sivasadi Kauravagdavrinda Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hari Hare Nama Krishna Hare Nama Hare Govala Govinda Ram Shiva Dushuda Mukhakaroti Vachalam Pangalangayatayagarim Yatki Vachalamahanmane Sri Guru Ninathaninam Paramanandamadavam Sri Chaitanya Ishwaram Adihiyom Tatsat So I don't know whether you can understand me now. If you feel that at some point you can't understand then raise your hand and he'll repeat. If at some point you cannot understand, you can raise your hand and then I'll repeat. So, as you know, today is the appearance day of Srila Bhakti Sinanda Sarasati Prabhupada. And I was present many times when Prabhupada observed his day. He would put Bhakti Siddhanta Sarasati's picture on 
his diocesan and he would sit by the side you heard from his holiness how Bhakti Thakur and his wife had prayed to the Jagannath deity for Raya Vishnu and it seemed that the Lord answered their prayer and gave them the son Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur in Jagannath Puri. You see, we always glorify Bhakti no Thakur. You know, but actually, it takes two to make a baby. Sorry. And what a great Vaishnavi she was. And she also prayed to Lord Jagannath for Raya Vishnu. It takes two of them. So, I just wanted to mention that. Because sometimes we only glorify the one. It takes two. <laughs> so, anyway, I was present at the time when Sula Prabhupada was lecturing. I forget it was the disappearance day or the appearance day of Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Prabhupada. Uh, but <coughs> at that time, he said that it's relevant to speak of all our previous acharyas. And he mentioned how uh, Jagannath Babaji had located the exact birthplace of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, how Bhakti Thakur, he went begging door to door. He wouldn't take more than one rupee from anyone. One rupee. People are more money, you know. Only one rupee. And 30,000 rupees he collected. That means he went to 30,000 houses at least. And he went and he built the first building at the birthplace of Lord Chaitanya. Bhakti Sananta Saraswati Thakur built the uh, Jolthit one there and the temple there and the Jolthit at the birthplace of Lord Chaitanya and he also built his ashram he built the Chaitanya Mutt and the Chaitanya Mutt as the four Sambhadayas Sri Rudra Brahma and Kumar. So Lord Chaitanya came to unite all these wars on Buddhas and to one. His Achintya Veda Veda Tattva was is that unification of all the four Vaishnava Sampradayas. <coughs> so there was some prediction that Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur would somehow be responsible for that. So I was thinking that now we have temples all over the world by Prabhupada's mercy. And he said that his his uh, principle was to follow the words of his spiritual master word by word, letter by letter. He would follow it with a T. He said, distribute books, books. He just said, I make a DVC, make a DVC. 
how Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur he gave, he said the Vaishnava is already qualified as a Brahmana. So he gave Vaishnavas the second initiation. And he gave the Brahman thread, open item also to the men. So if he hadn't done that, how would he be worshipping all the deities in the West? How would he be worshipping deity and New Vrindava and uh, New Dwarga and Bhakti Dhanda Manor and so many other temples? So, so Bhakti Siddhanta Sarasati Thakur Prabhupada, he laid the groundwork. And then he sent Prabhupada to the West. So I was present here when Prabhupada was speaking is noting how all the previous Acharyas had done something to develop Mayapur. And he said, I want to do something also. And I'm very grateful. I want to build the temple of Vedic Planetarium. And he said, I'm very grateful for all the devotees who are helping me. And he broke down and he started crying. He couldn't speak anymore. He said he was so grateful that he would start crying. He never, he never see Brahman crying. Very rare. He would control himself. But then he was crying. So how much, how dear is his desire to serve his spiritual master and to build how this temple of Vedic planetarium built. We cannot imagine. I thank all the devotees. I thank Amrish Prabhu and also his good wife, Swahadasi, for having started this temple of Vedic planetarium. And I thank all the devotees who have pledged to help finish the building, finish the temple of Vedic Planetarium. We need also, it's not enough to pledge, it should also pay up on your pledge. I heard that a lot of people are not yet paid up on their pledge. Don't worry, there's still time. <laughs> it's very important. We heard how from Radhaswami, how Prabhupada, he prepared himself in Vrindavan. He translated the Srimad Bhagavatam by the side of the Samadhi of Rupa Goswami. And I remember I bought, in 1968, I bought a set of Bhagavatam, a full first character, three volume. And uh, that was all we had at that time. Prabhupada brought from India. And uh, I read that, and I was convinced that this is the absolute truth we have to follow this. Uh, so this was requested by Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Prabhupada that Prabhupada should preach in the Western countries. And he was traveling around the world. I, I read a letter last night he said, I'm now going on my 15th round-the-world tour. And uh, if you can help me, he wrote, I forget who, some government official, some professor, help me make the temple of Vedic Bhattacharya. We want to show how the Puranas 
a good science. Especially the Bollywood jump. But we'll take all the piranhas. And uh, so, uh, in my humble service, of course, I try to uh, encourage everyone to help with the TLDT. My humble service is the uh, West Wing, which is the Exhibition Wing. And we have a very qualified team like Hari Surian and Kandadi and Ramesh Prabhu and Judo Karma and others. So, uh, a very uh, qualified team of our business Prabhu who are helping to make this. You want to show that the Pranas, Vedas, are very good science, the descending knowledge. They, are, they have topics which the uh, modern scientists cannot possibly attain information of Prabhupada said we should solve the whole uh, chandelier of the universe as described in the Puranas. And uh, now, just now, they're coming close to the Vedic version. Vedas have described things thousands of years before, and they're just now, science is describing a few things. But they can never know what's going on in the distant parts of the universe or just speak of beyond the universe. But you can wait. They have sent a Voyager rocket in outer space and they'll reach the next galaxy in 10,000 years. And they only spent billions of dollars to send that. So you can wait and find out if there's life on the other planet. Or you can spend a few dollars and buy a Bhagavatam set and find out that there's life on every planet in this universe. So, Shilpa Prabhupada gave us the map of the universe in the Srimad Bhagavatam and to the other pranas and the Bhakti Siddhanta gave us the uh, Surya Siddhanta. Uh, there's ample description. So we're trying to show in the West Wing of the TLDV uh, that Vedas are good science. That people, that the scientists will gain a lot if they refer to the Bhagavatam and the other Vedas. So I want to encourage everyone to please help <coughs> collect the money needed to finish this building. And I heard the Pujari section which they're opening today is huge, huge. So <coughs> I think it's the largest Pujari facility in the world. So we need a lot of people to help us. Some are Pujaris and some science people that can help us with the uh, exhibitions of the Vedic Planetarium. Hardwell. I think I spoke too long. No, that's a good one. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
हरे कृष्ण हरे कृष्णा and his holiness jayapataka swami maharaj for inspiring everybody to participate in this maha yagya which is happening right in front of our eyes the temple of vedic planetarium now the schedule is there will be a procession from radha madhav temple to panchatatva and panchatatva temple to the tovp office where there will be a flag hoisting by his holiness jayapataka swami maharaj and ambrish prabhu and after that radha madhav would go to the stage program followed by an yagya and then at 12:30 everybody will climb the ramp following radha madhav to open the pujari floor so let's follow the procession now and go to the tovp office and with loudly chanting the hare krishna mahamantra hari bol <laughs> 